Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. This is uh, the fourth episode of Open Mic with the MVP Marco. I am your host, the MVP Marco. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a few weeks. I mean, been pretty busy for the past couple of weeks. You know, we just did a new episode of the Chick Foley Show. Um, I'm also on the Raw Down, which is a uh, Turnbuckle Tavern production. So pretty busy, pretty busy on my end. But, um, you know, this week's going to be special. Got another special guest this week for you guys. Um, and I, I can't wait to dive in. But before we do that, I uh, just want to do a quick advertisement. Uh, obviously, the Pod Foundation. Um, definitely go check us out. Uh, Pod Foundation on IG and Twitter. Um, obviously, it consists of the Chick Foley Show. That's what this show is brought to you by. But we also have the Extra Cooler Show. Uh, we have the Turnbuckle Tavern, as I mentioned. And come down the aisle. Uh, pretty much every day of the week, there's a new episode of some type of wrestling-oriented uh, theme show. So you can get your fixings with uh, with Pod Foundation. I don't think you really need to go anywhere else when it comes to to wrestling oriented shows or even collecting shows we do we talk about um toys we have fig night on uh tuesday nights uh we talk about uh figure collecting on the chick foley show too so i mean whatever you need retro stuff figure collecting wrestling current old new doesn't matter we're here for you so definitely check out the pod foundation for all your updates now i want to get into the uh the guest for the week man this 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 person is a I'm going to say this person's a, for me anyway, a pillar in the uh, figure collecting community. Um, I mean, this, this person has a very, very unique channel. Um, I don't want to give it away because I'll, I'll introduce a person. But, um, you know, what? Let, let's just bring let's just bring him on. Mayor Aaron from Lumber Jillville. How are you this evening? Good. What's going on over there, Marco? Uh, nothing much. Just uh like I said, just pretty excited. I mean, I uh, um, I told you a little bit earlier. Um, we were talking a little bit before this. I actually visited uh, Lumber Jillville um, earlier today. Just uh, get get some fresh ups on some episodes and stuff like that, and you know, try to get some you know questions and conversations going. And um, I feel like I'm a, a I'm a citizen of the uh, of Lumber You are so, an I mean, official resident for sure of oh, Lumber Jillville. Thank you very much. This is uh, <laughs> thank you very much. I have a, I have a second home. See that I have, I have like Turnbuckle yep. Tavern. I'm there. I'm I'm on the Chick Foley Show. I'm Lumberjillville. I mean, I'm just you know I'm I'm just spread. I'm just spreading myself pretty thin nowadays. Anyway, but um, but <laughs> no, but um, no, definitely glad to have you on. And uh, you know, I, I always wanted. I actually, you were the first person when I announced. I believe um, way back in May when I announced this show was going to happen. You were, yeah. I think you were like the first person that reached out sure. um, and asked to be on the show. Like you're like, Oh, whenever yep. you, whenever you started up, just, uh, I'd like to be on. So, oh, oh yeah, man. I love the Foley fam over there and big supporters of y'all and y'all have always supported me. So man, when I found out that you were going to be doing your own little, you know, separate venture, but still tied in with the rest of them, I was, yep. I was excited, man. I wanted to talk to you. We haven't really yeah. gotten to talk, you know, before. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is uh like I said, this this show like for me is like a uh, kind of like a you know it's open mic, so it's basically like your first time ever doing like you know it, if you relate it to stand up comedy, you, you know that's pretty scary uh, going up there and you know telling jokes to people that may not laugh at your jokes at all. So <laughs> the idea behind it is like you know it's open mic. It's the first time I'm talking to the other person on the end with, with regards, obviously to to Sheena because I've been talking to her for years and years now. Um, but yeah, so. I definitely wanted to get this uh, this interview going because, like I said, I, I've been wa- I was watching a few 
few episodes just to get like refreshers. I watched the current episode that you had, and the unique first and first and foremost, I want to jump into this. Where, where, and when did you get the idea to create this whole this whole thing? This Lumber Jillville, like, where did this like? What's the inception like? How did how did that start for you? So there was a single moment that led to this, and you know, I I live out here in Tennessee, and um, I moved out here about five years ago now, which is kind of crazy, hard to believe. Wow! But either way, um, there is a situation, custody situation with the daughter, and you know, I was getting her, and I had a little apartment, and I was still learning how to be a single father, how to be a single dad, and um. She was almost three years old. She was getting a bath. And in the background, I had WrestleMania 34. Okay. And I didn't think much of it. I just had it playing in the background. And at one point, my little girl turned, looked at the TV. Her eyes got big. Her jaw dropped. And she stood up and was just watching the screen. And I turned around. And it was Charlotte's entrance. I don't know if you remember that entrance. It's the all gold, you know. She had like oh, the yeah. lights out there. Yep. And she watched that whole entrance. And I looked at the TV. I looked at her, looked at the TV. And I was like, wow. You know, 2018 or whatever year that was, these girls and boys can look at these women and admire them and see them mm-hmm. as larger-than-life superheroes. And it didn't used to be that way. Nope. And I just thought that moment was so cool because all of us wrestling fans have that moment of, oh, I remember when Macho hit the elbow drop. You know, that got me into wrestling, and everyone yep. has their own unique moments. Mm-hmm. And I witnessed that. You know, as she's gotten older, she still likes the figures and everything, but it's definitely, you know, not a huge priority for her. But she still loves what I do. But when I saw that moment, I was like, okay, I've always been a wrestling figure collector. And, you know, I started really watching the women's division. And I was so impressed with where women's wrestling was in 2018. And I went to, I think, Walmart and saw like Elite 54 Charlotte, picked it up. My daughter loved it and I loved it. And I started thinking like, wow, there's not much out there about women's wrestling figures and any posts that I see about women's wrestling figures are getting called peg warmers or shouldn't it be in the main line or some of that bull crap. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a channel that's dedicated to women's wrestling figures because there's just not one out there that gives the credit and respect due to those figures. And I mean, it's, it's kind of bad, you know, out there with all the, and I remember at the time I joined a bunch of women's wrestling Facebook groups mm-hmm. and boy, if I, if I had a dollar for how many, uh, posts I saw that were like, who's got the best, butt? who's got, you know what I mean? <laughs> like if I had a dollar, I'd have a lot of money and I would leave the groups and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a single straight father. I, I think a lot of these women are beautiful and that's fine, mm-hmm. but there's a way to go about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just respect these women so much. And yeah, I just started picking up the figures and I was like, okay, I'm back into wrestling figure collecting here and I'm going to collect the women and I'm going to make the videos and I'm going to review them and give them the credit and try to give, you know, raise a respect level. But on top of that, I knew that I had to do something that was at least kind of entertaining because let's be honest here. There's a lot of people that aren't interested in women's wrestling figures. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I mean, that Sheeta chase might still be, or that Sheeta exclusive might still be available right now. And all the other ones sold out within like minutes. Yeah. So that's just yep. an example. So I knew it was going to be an uphill battle, but I didn't care, man. And I still don't care. Cause I love it. It's my passion. My daughter loves it. And yeah, women's wrestling figures is, is where it's at for me, man. And it all started because my little girl. Yeah. I, you know, I can uh, definitely, you know, add to that with like, 
when I first when I first appeared on the Chick Foley show, um, and I did the um, it was a recap of WrestleMania thirty five five yeah WrestleMania mm-hmm. thirty five obviously the main event with um, uh, Charlotte Becky and Ronda. Um, we talked about that. We spoke about like you know the significance of you know seeing you know women in the main event yeah. um, for the first time ever at WrestleMania. Um, and and you know me, I have two daughters. I have you know, two twin girls are, you know, four years old and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they come in my, uh, my kind of like my office slash figure room and they're always like picking up different, you know, women's figures. They love the They love Oscar. They I have like a ton of Oscar figures. They pretty much go right for that. Cause obviously she's super toyetic and colorful. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so they go right <laughs> for that. They do love the Elizabeth figures as well. Cause of the pretty the dresses, like, the dresses yeah. and stuff like that. And so like they, they call it, they like, Oh, she's a princess. I'm like, ah, I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a first lady, <laughs> first lady of wrestling. She she definitely is a princess. But exactly. um, and just like, you know, just relating to that and, you know, I'm all for, you know, definitely like women empowerment and stuff like that. I think me and, me and my wife talked about this on the pilot episode, too. Like we talked mm-hmm. about I was watching like an earlier like Attitude Error uh, pay-per-view and just like the contrast back then to now is like it, it's it's almost it's mind-blowing like just it's a, crazy man. The, it's a stark like it, obviously peacock does their you know job to kind of like you know scrub some of that stuff but there's mm-hmm. still there's still storylines that intersect and you know they still have those promo packages where you're seeing like you know women getting like you know thrown into like there's like mud fights and you know like brawn panty battles and all like just crazy. like just like seeing that and like looking at it now where like you know women are if not, like they might have the best division right now in wrestling. Like sure, for yeah. for WWE, I'm gonna I'll, I'll use them as an example. Like there's no better women's division in wrestling. Uh, you can go AEW or whoever doesn't matter. WWE is like far ahead ahead of everything with uh with with women's wrestling and sure and uh yeah. you know they I think they put the the women in the forefront um more than anything and I think that's uh you know that's that's key for you know you know, fathers like us that have like mm-hmm. little girls that, like you said, are able to see, you know, you know, women that are you know, strong and like you said, almost superheroes. So yeah, I totally agree with that part of it. Oh, absolutely, um, man. My other question is you are, your father. I'm a father. Um, and that's the quality of your videos, like the, the editing, the, you know, the storylines and all that stuff. Like, how do you have time to actually do all that stuff? That's like, I, I watch every single video. I'm like, dude, this guy puts so much effort into like, into every one of those videos. It's like, a, there's like a storyline at the beginning. And obviously you go into the review and stuff, but you're like, you're, you're dressing up, you're getting into character. Um, you, you have like the voices of all the different characters and stuff like yeah. that. Like, how do you do like, what the, how do the hell do you have the time to so, do all that? <laughs> you know, me and um, my daughter's mother, we split time and I don't get her as much as I'd like, but you know, in the past, like when I first moved out here, not knowing really anyone out here, not having friends or family out here, it was very lonely. Right. And you could tend to do some bad things and uh, go down some bad roads. Yep. But you know, over the years I grew as a person and I found this and this is really like the weekends, like this past weekend, I didn't have my little princess, but you know what? I filmed two reviews and life is good, you know? So it, it, it gave me something to fill that time that I don't have my daughter. Cause when I have her, it's all about her, you know, it's all about me and her. And sometimes she likes to help with the video. She's pretty camera shy and I'm pretty careful with, you know, how much she's in my videos. Yeah. But 
either way, like it, it, it gave me a passion project, I guess you could say. And I've always wanted to make a YouTube channel. I've watched a lot of channels in the past and a lot of them have nothing to do with wrestling. I just love watching people that have channels that they're very passionate about. Right. Mm -hmm. I watch like a computer game reviewer. I watch like a retro game reviewer and like, I don't have much interest in those things, but I could tell that they do. And I love the passion they put behind their channels. And I wanted to try to do the same thing. So yeah, the, the time I don't have my little princess and I'm not at work, I am usually either working on scripts, coming up with ideas, um, filming the voiceovers, uh, making a ridiculous costume, doing push-ups <laughs> so I don't look crazy in that ridiculous costume, um, you know, things related. So it's became a big time filler for me. And uh, it's really filled a lot of void, you know, that used to be filled with bad things but now it's all good things baby you know what i mean oh yeah definitely i mean and you definitely want to you know do something that you're passionate about i think we talk about we talk about this all the time like if it's if it becomes like a chore to do something it's not oh, yeah it's obviously not fun anymore it's like you know and, and even like podcasting um having a youtube channel doing any type of so social media type of thing is it's time consuming it's almost like sure. a um it's almost like a second job Essentially, like if, if you have a full time job, you pretty much have another full time job mm -hmm. when it comes to doing all that stuff because you're a you're doing all your videos and stuff like that. Um, like you said, you're doing voiceovers. Plus, you have to promote. So you're promoting on yeah. like your Twitter, you're promoting on Instagram and all that stuff. Um, and it's it, it is very time consuming. And, you know, and if you do have the passion for it, um, I definitely say go for it and do it. But if it, like I said, if it becomes like a chore and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I got to do this again. It's like you kind of want to like take a step back and like kind of, you know, assess what you're doing essentially before, you know, and, and, you just quit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did yeah, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> me and my buddy that um, my best friend from kindergarten lives all the way in Ohio. We had a podcast going for a little while and um, it kind of became a chore, mostly for him because he's very, very, very busy. He has two kids of his own and uh, has a pretty demanding job so it became kind of a chore for him and a little bit for me so we just decided to move on from it because i'm like you know what man i could spend that time that we were working on the podcast with on my videos and that's that's something that'll never get old for me you know yeah. like i absolutely love it and you're right when it starts becoming a chore you know i'm a big believer in following what you love and what you're passionate about and you know that's what i try to do here in lumberjillville man yeah and um my next, my next question would be, do you feel like, you know, since you do have this kind of like, you know, like niche, like, um, thing that you're doing, have you mm -hmm. seen any like, you know, growth or change, um, when it comes to like women's, uh, wrestling figure collecting or have you like, basically like, have you like, do you consider yourself kind of like an influence for that, that type of stuff? If you do see that, that growth around I, you? I mean, I don't know. I, I never really put myself you know, and that mindset or anything, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, I'd like to hope. I mean, that's the hope that I can make a difference and a change and people can watch my videos and be like, oh, man, he's kind of funny or kind of dumb, whatever they think. <laughs> you know, he collects women's wrestling figures. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah. You know, like, I, I hope that I can make a change and a difference. But as far as if I have, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, I love when I get comments or messages of people that do collect the women and mm -hmm. that are very supportive. And I mean, 
the the feedback from my channel and the comment section, everything else has been like 99.9% positive. And with the internet, you don't really get that. So yeah. like the people that have subscribed or that have, you know, came to Lumber Jillville, I mean, I admire every single person that has subscribed because like I said, it, it's, it's usually all positive and I honestly did not expect that, you know, yeah. I did not. And still sometimes you, you know, you'll get a, a message or a post from someone and it's like, all right, they just don't get it. But for the most part, you know, I've, out of anything, I've met a lot of people that are like, Hey, I'm not embarrassed to be collecting women's wrestling figures now, you know, because yeah. most collectors are like, even ones with kids are like, yeah, I, I get the women. I just give them to my kids. And it's like, why? Those women's figures are freaking awesome, man. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of become that type of thing, but I, I'd like to think, you know, hopefully I, I made a difference or I'm trying to make a difference, but I'm not going to say that I did because I think I'll sound like a big time Aaron. I'll sound yeah, like a no. oh man, that's uh, that was my next. Uh, uh, I was actually going to bring that up, big time Aaron. <laughs> where did uh, <laughs> where did that? Because because it's you know obviously it's like you know kind of like a you like your heel persona like um, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be likable. Supposed to be you know kind of arrogant and stuff. Yeah, and uh, just that character coming from you um, and just watching like your videos and stuff like that and like um, you know. Just, just see the way that you are. It's like, where, where did that come? Where did that come? Is that like something where you like, you know, I want to be, I, I want to be a, you know, arrogant at some point. I don't want to be this nice guy all the time. Let me, let me try this character out and see how, how it goes. Like what, what inspired you to do that? Uh, big time Aaron. <laughs> character? It's, it's been fun, but yeah. So basically, you know, whenever I pre-order a figure, a woman's figure from that day on, I'm trying to think in my head, how can I make the intro unique to their character, to their figure? And with Becky, a lot of Becky figures coming out, yep. I was like, oh, man, I, I need to make like a, a gimmick. OK, Becky was a heel there for a little bit recently. Yep. Big time Bex. That'd be funny if it was big time Aaron. And I would just go on heel rants and I would dress ridiculous like Miz type stuff. And people would watch it and either people would be like, oh, that's funny. Or, oh, this guy's a, a turd, man. This guy looks like a douche. You know what I mean? Like I was hoping for that. And quite frankly, there's always a lot that I'd like to talk about. Like I wanted to do a big time Aaron video talking about that Sheeta exclusive and how much hate it's getting. I was going to yeah. do a video on that and it just doesn't fit in my normal, you know, mayor Aaron happy, positive. Cause I do, I try to live my life smiley and happy, man. Yeah. But I thought that might be fun to do a little heel gimmick that I could bring and have a whole new series down the road of just rants and stuff like that. And I could look ridiculous while I'm doing it. And yeah. Another idea to do it came from when I was shopping at, um, oh, what was it? Marshall's, I think. And I saw a pair of white jeans that I didn't think I could fit in. And I tried them <laughs> on. I'm like, these look so dumb. I'm getting them, you know? So I started finding like ridiculous. I found like a little fur shawl or whatever that is. I found that the other day yep. and it's just fun. You know, it's fun to, to, to do that and be able to talk about some of the negative things or some of the frustrating things that I've wanted to get out my chest, but I haven't been able to in normal video reviews. Man, I, I, I enjoy it. And, uh, I think, uh, I, like, I know you, you did like, you know, your, uh, Aaron ASH too. with like, with the, yep. like, that, that video was pretty, pretty cool. My favorite, actually, uh, <laughs> my favorite gear that you ever had, which I'm, I am so like, like, I'm not sure if the word proud is, or just like, it, it, <laughs> Just admire you for doing the pretty deadly. Um. Oh yes, yes. 
Dude, I'm, I'm like, glad I'm glad you like that, man, because like that's the thing about me too, is like, you know, I have people that watch Lumberjoville, fans of Lumberjoville, I guess, all shapes and sizes, and I love that. And sometimes the wrestling community isn't the most welcoming place, but Lumberjoville is. Yeah. And like, yeah, I actually, you know, I'm I'm big into wrestling cards, which you can't really tell on my channel because I don't really talk about them much, but I love wrestling cards. And yeah, I pulled out one of the pretty deadly cards and it was the day after I think they retained the NXT tag championships or one on one of the two, but I was pumped and I was like, okay, I got to make a short. And I looked over and saw I had like a compression blue shirt and I was like, where are my scissors? This, this is gonna, this is gonna be bad. People are going to, to whatever, you know, but I didn't care. Cause I'm like, Oh, whatever. You know, I, I support people of all different shapes and sizes. And, you know, even a single straight father can wear a shirt like that and uh, have fun with it, man. You know, like I I'm, I'm glad you like that. Man. Oh, yeah, I wasn't no. sure. I wasn't <laughs> sure what the response was going to be from people. But uh, yeah, I, just, I had fun doing it, man. I was like when I seen that for those that obviously if you're if you're not a wrestling fan or if you are and you're not really in like into like NXT so pretty deadly is a uh, is a tag team that uh, uh let's say they they dress rather risque some uh, yes not boy. Even sometimes yes 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 that's a yes boy <laughs> um, so yeah so definitely look them up but uh definitely look at this I I have a feeling people are just gonna go right to your channel to actually see the uh, you and the pretty deadly uh, gear that's. That's my main focus. The pretty deadly gear. That. Yes, you'll have That's, you'll have to check it out. I didn't know uh, if it was going to get flagged on YouTube because that, like not to be weird, but I'm always trying to figure out, you know, what I can and can't post on YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, my nipple showing. I wonder exactly. if that matters. <laughs> Almost had to put a pasty on or something, bro, but yeah, man, it was it was, it was something, dude. Yeah, it was uh, that was I was cuz I was like scrolling and like through like the videos and I was like I scrolled past it. I was like, "Wait." I was like, "Is he wearing what I think he's wearing. I scroll back and I click on him like, holy crap. He's actually, I was like, this guy is like, this is, this is amazing. You know, like, I, I don't even, I don't have the, I don't have the guts to do anything like that. So um, well, dude, I'll praise you with that stuff. Thank so. you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> that. I, I, I had fun doing it, man. Oh, so good. But, um, so <laughs> actually we'll get into this a little bit. So you said you do love, uh, uh, wrestling cards and stuff like that. Do you have like a yes. like a huge collection? Like, would it be as big as the like figure collection, or is it just something you know, kind of like a side I, hobby? Yeah, so it's kind of a side thing, you know. Like, I'm no card expert. I've learned a lot about them over the years, but that's like you know, in the past, you know, I've had some very unhealthy addictions that I've conquered and sobered up. Been that way for about three years. You know, I live very healthy and everything awesome. now. But I'd say in a fun way, you know, wrestling cards are kind of my addiction. And that sounds negative, but I don't mean mm -hmm. it that way. But I mean, like, if I see a box of WWE Select, buddy, I'm yeah. going to pick it up. And I'd say I'm more so, uh, it's a side hobby because people that collect them will actually go out and spend money on cards that they want. But I'm a moron and I go out and buy the packs because the feeling of pulling a card yeah, that's cool. Like that pretty yep. deadly card, dude. That made my night, man. I just pulled a eye off Valkyrie card auto made my night, you know, stuff like that is yep. cool. So I love it. And I've tried doing videos in the past. I actually had one up for a little bit unboxing in my car. It was like Aaron's card unboxings and it didn't really <laughs> pick up. So I, I kind of took it down because I was like, I don't really know if, if this is, you know, in brand with Lumberjillville. 
Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, it's like a side thing. I love it. I, I love cards. I mean, actually, going back to the sobriety thing, you know, my first New Year's Eve, I was alone. And in the past, I used to, you know, drink and whatnot. I'll just be honest. Yeah. And since I stopped that, my first New Year's without my little girl, I was alone. And I'm like, I'm going to go through my wrestling cards. And I did. And it was the best New Year's ever, man. The best New Year's ever. So, yeah, it's just a side little hobby, man. I, I really do enjoy it, though. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I do have a, I have a rather like pretty. I have a pretty big uh, card collection. I used to collect a lot of like um, basketball cards back back oh. in uh, junior high, high school stuff like that. And I do have a lot of wrestling cards. And I actually remember a few years back when they had the uh, women's. And it was like the women's revolution or evolution series. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it was all women's cards. So I've I bought like a pack of those and I actually pulled a uh, Dana Brooke. Um, uh, autograph card. <laughs> I was like, and how how cool was that feeling, man? It was it was awesome because like you know obviously you know Dana at that time she wasn't like a you know main event or anything like that, but it was actually pretty cool just pulling like an actual like autograph. And I got I think the next one I got was um uh there was like a, a Zach Ryder or Matt Cardona for those yeah, that don't know sure. I pulled one of his as well. So like it, it's it, it is an awesome feeling. It, does, it doesn't matter who it is. It's just actually pretty cool. Just even even one of those like relic type of cards that you pick with like the uh, sure like the matte relic or you know like a, a piece of like you, you know whatever like a robe or something like that. Like those are actually pretty cool as well. So any ones of those are are pretty awesome. So yeah, even no, the, I, the most recent women's division set, the blasters were like twenty bucks, and dude, the women's autographs were all over. I pulled like seven autos out of those boxes. Damn. Yeah, and I I mean sure. How many boxes did you buy, Mayor Aaron? I don't want to talk about it. Because that's the thing, dude, and you might be able to agree with me on this, man, if, if you're the same way as me. So there's no better feeling than when you pull a card that's awesome, but there's no worse feeling or buyer's remorse when you buy these cards and there's nothing in them that oh, interests yeah. you. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I always feel dirty. I put on Coldplay <laughs> and just drive and don't talk and just Cold. cry. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, that's like the worst feeling. But, yeah, we'll have to swap a card sharing picture sometime I oh yeah definitely yeah um it's, it's almost like when you're you know like you know walking the aisles and like a target or walmart and you yeah you you're going through the you know you you're going through the figures or figs and stuff like that and you see you end up seeing like a, a chase of something it's almost like the same thing like holy crap i pulled the chase this is insane or you know mm-hmm. or like i mean i've never gotten like a um, like an AEW um chase or a rare figure or anything like that so i, I wouldn't know oh, that well. feeling but um, as far as just regular chases for like in the elite line, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost the same feeling. It's like you're not expecting it. You're expecting yeah. to see like the same stuff yep. that you see pretty much every day if you're traveling there. Um, mm-hmm. I could probably speak for a lot of people. They probably travel to uh, Walmart or Target every day to see if something changes and it doesn't. But um, yeah, when it when yeah. it does happen, you're like, holy crap, it's actually here. But yeah, I, I definitely get that feeling as well. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to. Uh, my next question is obviously with, you know, like you said, your, your father, um, you have a lot of things going on in your life, obviously. Um, how do you like, how do you manage those different types of responsibilities? You know, being a father, being a content creator, um, social media influencer, if you want to throw that in there, in there as well. Um, so what, what, what is that? How do you, how do you do that? I mean, you know, I just basically, I, I mean, I just have 
try to have fun with everything I do. You know what I mean? Like I, I, and I know that sounds weird, but when I first started the channel, I would stress like, dude, for a solid year, I paid overnight shipping on all the women's figures and, uh, it was expensive and they upped the price over on ringside for overnight. So I don't do that anymore. But that was like stressful to me because I cared so much and I knew that if I didn't get my review out first, people probably wouldn't care or want to watch it at all. Yeah. And so I did the overnight shipping and it was very stressful. But now, you know, I order it, get it when I get it. And sure, sometimes when orders are showing up for people and I don't have mine yet, I'm like, uh oh, but man, I just take everything with a, a laid back, happy, positive approach and obviously my daughter is, you know, I say she's the center of my universe. My whole mm. world revolves around her. I mean, that's the whole reason why, you know, I started Lumber Jillville and everything. So anytime I do a video that might be ridiculous or like, okay, the, the maximum mayor model intro. I don't know if you got to see that one, the dewdrop intro. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I knew it was going to be ridiculous and I was going to inflate a pool. Because I was dumping water on myself, so I got an inflatable pool to put up my feet. And I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to wait until next weekend when I have Adley, my daughter, yep. because she'll want to be involved with this. She's going to mm -hmm. get a kick out of it. And so that's what I did, you know? So I waited, and she had a blast. She's my little director. So just being able to manage all of that really is is the way I've done it, you know? Like, I like to include my daughter with the fun things. And if it's going to be a boring figure, and a lot of times I'll be like, you know, like the most recent Becky, she's she's still mad at Becky from when she actually in that red attire when she wrestled Charlotte and cheated to beat her because she loved Charlotte. She's still mad at Becky. So when I got the Becky, I'm like, Adley, I'm going to review this Becky. Do you want to do you want to help me with the intro? She's like, oh, no, you're good. Do that. So, you know, so then I'm like, OK, well, then I'll do that. But I mean, there are times like my job, you know, I work at a, a high school and sometimes I'll have real late nights and this past Friday was an example. And I'm like, okay, I want to get my Nikki ASH review out tomorrow on Saturday. Looks like I'm staying up all night. You know, I got back late and I, I had to, cause it got there when I was at work, but made it work. You know what I mean? Just always trying to be positive and, and keep on moving forward. And you know, that's, I guess that's how I do it. Cause I, I'm sure there's better ways to do it. And there's people out there that have better advice with time management and whatnot, but Man, I just live life chilling, man. Man, I, actually, <laughs> I, I want to go run back to something because you said you would, you would just stay up all night, like just pull an all nighter and oh yeah, do like wow, that's that's not easy either. You know, the older we get, that's not easy, and especially yeah. being a completely sober human. You know, back in the day, you can stay up, but now. You know, I take care of myself and everything, so I get tired. I get sleepy. Yeah. Like, Mayor Aaron Man. becomes a sleepy boy. And let's say Saturday, I was out for a lot of the day. But, you know, it's a weekend I don't have my little princess, so. Man, I can't, I, I, I can't even imagine, like, doing something past, like, I mean, I, I've done a few, like, like on the raw down, like, when we, when we were, um, you know, we were doing a 10 o'clock show. Mm -hmm. We moved to 8 o'clock now which which helps definitely helps out a lot but oh, we yeah. would go like well into like past 12 almost like one in the morning because we'd like finish a show and then we would sit there and like talk to each other and like you know just like kind of like shoot the shit and yeah you know and then maybe like talk about like you know plans for like the next show or stuff like that and it'd be like two in the morning almost 
and we're all like, Jesus Christ, we, we need to, we yeah. need to bed. Let's let's get to bed. But like, I get by that time, we're just like, you're just out of it. Like, if you listen, to, I would say go back and listen to like some of those shows, even like the late ones. If we're like recording late, you could tell like it just it just goes to. off the rails. I need like, to now. <laughs> I need like if, to now. Yeah, even with like the, even with the Chick Fil A show, you could you could definitely tell like if you go back in the archives, like you could tell definitely the ones that we were like really up like late like past our bedtime essentially doing the show because we're just like, you know, it just it doesn't go off the rails where it's like, you know, it's noticeable, but it's like, you know, it's just probably not even talking about the topic we're supposed to be talking about and just like laughing hey, and jokes. and That that happens. You need to uh, bring in bring in your hype boy, Aaron. I'll probably I'm probably up because I mean, I guess I should have explained this too. like my job. I go in later in the afternoon and it's usually a later day. Okay. And I used to work pro baseball for seven years as an athletic trainer and that job was late afternoon till the night. So I've always had a work schedule that doesn't require mornings. So that's definitely helped. I should have mentioned that that's definitely wow. helped with me being able to stay up late. You know what I mean? Wow. All right. So actually, you know, you know, what? let me, uh, I'll just move on to my next, my next question for you. Then it's basically, you know, you know, interests, you know, besides, you know, obviously wrestling and figure collecting, um, and we'll lead off with you. Just, you just mentioned that you were a trainer for pro baseball. Yeah. Yeah. For six years, I was with the Dodgers organization and my last year I was with the giants and, you know, I was in the minor leagues as an athletic trainer. So took care of injuries, covered games, basically was the team parent, right? For wow. 150 something. It was extremely time consuming. And uh, a very stressful job. I worked a couple major league spring trainings and and got to do that. But yeah, I mean, that was my life for so many years. And uh, it was hard but easy at the same time to walk away from it because um, obviously my daughter was my life. And with my job the way it was with having to travel so much, dude, it was not exactly ideal. Yeah. So and it's funny. I have the Yankees game on because. You know, Aaron Judge, I'm wanting him to hit number 61. And uh, it's the first time I've watched baseball since the last game I covered it from the dugout with San Jose Giants. Oh, wow. So it's, yeah, baseball used to be my passion, but since I've left it, it was such a big part of my life for so many years. I just, man, left it in the past, you know? I'm like, all right, moving on. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was fun. It was a good experience. I'll say that, but. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask definitely you. some crazy stories. I'll have some crazy stories one day if you want to hear them. Some crazy oh, yeah, stories you will, about you know what I'm gonna have to. I'll definitely have you back on again just to you yeah, know, have some crazy, uh, some story crazy talk stories about some of these um, major league guys and stuff. Yeah, I already have some. Uh, I have a couple other. You know, uh, actually, um, another. I think they figure kingdom. I'm gonna have him back on uh, during like uh, October because he wants to talk about like um, like uh, kind of like spooky stuff, like ghost stories and all that stuff, like stuff that's happened to because he he kind of highlighted it on the first interview, and I was like, oh man, I was like, yeah, I'll definitely have to have you back, and maybe she, I kind of want Sheena to hop on as well because you know spooky season is her thing. So Me, hey, maybe. that's that's one of my things too. If you I do mean, a video with spooky figures. That's right. Let, let me know, man. We could talk spooky, spooky wrestling figures. And yeah, oh, I mean, baby, that's my Jilloween month is my favorite month of the year, buddy. October that's right. is my favorite. Yep, you highlighted that. Yeah, the uh, the recent video. So, like, yeah, I was gonna maybe I'll have everyone. Maybe I'll see if I can get everyone on together, like me, you, Sheena, Figure Kingdom, and we can talk some oh, spooky dude, that, stuff. Maybe that a special would be uh, awesome, Halloween man. episode. That'd be yeah, pretty cool. That would be uh, awesome. 
but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's fascinating that you're actually, um, you know, work with, worked in baseball. I mean, my, uh, my father, um, he was a huge baseball fan. Like he, I have all his, uh, he collected so many baseball cards. I have him in, uh, in my basement. This is like, oh, wow. he just has like freaking books and palm books of freaking of, uh, uh of baseball cards. And I wasn't, That's I mean, cool. I was not really into it as much as he was. Um, I played like little league and all that stuff, but, um, but he, he, uh, he loved baseball, man. He, I, I didn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it cause I wasn't obviously like, fast pace enough for me i'd like oh yeah you know back it's, and forth type of stuff and it's, it's a, a, a waiting game that's how my that's who my father was he was a like patient i'm gonna wait things out and that and he loved mm-hmm. watching baseball because of that like it was there was no rush no rush at all it's you know the game's gonna be over at some point yeah <laughs> um <laughs> not like that uh game a few years back where um it was a it was a uh, boston in was it boston in la when they went into like almost like three or four in the morning or something like that, our, well, our time or my time anyway. Yeah, uh, I think it was. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I've been out of the baseball, but I mean, in, yeah. in low way, I think I, I, it holds the record. I was in a game that was six and a half hours long. Oh, man, it was um, that. Jeez, oh, it was yeah. the. It was the last time. It was a couple of years back when the Red Sox won the World Series. It was like that first year where they had kind of had like a changeover with like all, pretty much all new players, oh, and they okay, had a yeah. game. Um, I, I want to say it was the Dodgers. I think they played the Dodgers in the World Series um, or one of the playoff games. But, like, they went – I remember I went to bed, like, maybe 11 o'clock or so, woke up at, like, 3 in the morning, and the game was still on. It was like – they there was the stands were empty. They had to call back the, like, food people um, mm-hmm. and have them, like, work extra shifts because oh the game was gosh, still going on. Dude. There were still people sitting there watching the game, even though it was, like, completely – pretty much empty. There was like a few people yeah. scared about, but they ended up, I was like, that, and that's why I can't <laughs> get into baseball. No, no I get it. <laughs> there's yeah. a time limit. I'd there's be no it. time limit, buddy. And <laughs> yeah, it used to be my life, but not so much anymore. But yeah, that's a, uh, wow. That's a, uh, that, that's pretty amazing. Um, but besides baseball, what are like, what are your, what are your other like hobbies? What are other interests? Like as you know, besides like, you know, you know, we'll, we'll take away baseball, we'll take away wrestling and, Sure. Uh, collecting and stuff like that. What do you, what else, what else piques your interest? I mean, I know I hate to have anything related to YouTube, but I just love watching different YouTube creators. I love watching mm. movies, um, old movies, you know, I love watching, uh, like I watched the Texas chainsaw massacre last night because I'm going to have the lumber Jilbo chainsaw massacre. Nice. This Jilloween uh, with Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> we'll see <if> he's there. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I love watching movies like that and taking some of the cinematography or some of the angled shots that they take and being like, oh, I see what they did there. Or they followed him or they had the camera through the grass looking like and I try to take those ideas to inspire my videos. Um, it's funny. I do it so much that last night, you know, after I was done watching the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre I don't know if you caught that when I was reviewing the Becky Lynch figure and on the chest, there's like flesh colored paint. And oh, I yeah. said, yeah, on the chest, she has flesh paint. And I stopped and I started laughing. I'm like flesh colored paint. But the reason I said that was probably because I was watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I called it flesh paint. Um, <laughs> but I love watching that, you know, learning different techniques, because that's the thing with my channel, you know, because it was a passion project. 
when I started it, I didn't look up videos, how to start a YouTube channel, how to get viewers, how to film, how to record. I figured it out all out on my own. You know, still the way I do everything is probably not the most optimal way, but I had so much fun figuring that out and figuring out how to get the audio better for my videos, how to get the videos better, how to get the lighting better. Like I figured it out, you know, kind of blind. And uh, yeah, I mean, a big passion of mine is just trying to think, okay, what can I do? Like right now, you know, I'm looking at a box beside me that I had in my garage that after watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I was like, I'm going to build that into like a little diorama. It's going to be like a little little safe house for the bad guys this Jilloween. So mm-hmm. like just doing stuff like that. Like I love doing that. And my daughter's very creative and very artistic. And I love doing stuff with her and she'll give me ideas. And I'm like, girl, you got it. That is a good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like I'd say filmmaking and watching films, you know, because even though I just make silly reviews, I still love to study these movies. Like mm-hmm. a couple years ago, I watched the Universal Monster movies. I know Sheena's big into those. Yep. And I absolutely adored the cinematography in those and how they filmed things and how they made dramatic moments because that was before all the special effects. And I don't have special effects over here in Lumberjillville. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't exactly have the biggest budget over here. So I love doing practical effects to the point where real quick sidetrack, funny story. You might get a kick out of this, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to get a fog machine from Spirit Halloween last year, right? Okay. I thought, man, this is going to be great. So I did an intro where I painted my face like Papa Shango. I got like a bone necklace, got a top hat. I was ready. Set off the smoke machine and uh, yeah, set off my fire alarm. And the thing with that is my condo is right up against my neighbors. And I had two very attractive females that lived next to me. (laughs) <laughs> and my fire alarm's going off. I have Papa Shango face paint on. So they're knocking at the door. And the whole time, I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm sweating, dude. I am sweating because I'm thinking if if I need to open the door and tell them I'm okay, because they're like, are you sure? Are you okay in there? And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, they would have seen me dress as Papa Shango. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that, but that's just the on on the daily. That's just the kind of things that happen here in Lumberjillville. Hey, you know so, what? Yeah. They might they may have been into Papa Shango. You never know. <laughs> they you might have liked it. Yeah. They you never know. I'm going to lean toward the direction of probably not. They probably would have filed a restraining order against me, but you never know, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you, you never know unless you unless you try. So, I mean, yeah, take the man. opportunity, open that door, and say, "Hey, it is what it is." You never know. Maybe they. They might be into Papa Shango. Who knows? I mean, who who knows? But then again, do I really want to uh, be with a, a a person, a female that is a, a, into Papa Shango? You have to kind of wonder. Probably, you know what I mean, not. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, about oh, that. why do you got dead chickens hanging in your bedroom? You know what I mean? Like, you just don't know about stuff like that. So oh, I don't man. know, man. But hey, it's it's a daily occurrence over here, dude. Just a random crap show of of entertainment, I guess. And it's also a story too. You can like you guys. You can like kind of joke about if if they if you did open the door, they did see you. you can like, oh, I mean, it's either gonna obviously they're gonna hide from you every time they see you, or they'll see you like walking and be like, oh hey, remember that time you were dressed yeah, up like that guy? <laughs> I know. Well, since then they've moved on and uh, like they moved out. That sounded bad. Yeah. Oh well, my gosh, they moved out. They didn't. Yeah, they moved out. So uh, my neighbor now is an elderly woman. So I don't think I'll be uh, dressing up as Papa Shango anytime <laughs> soon. 
Well, at least you know they didn't move out because you know they opened the door and they see new dresses. That would have been a thought, you know. After they moved out, I'd been like, I wonder if I steered them out if they thought I was like a super weirdo. Oh man, that's see, that's why I didn't open that door. I just was standing on my my cabinet here, just waving the the fire alarm with the, with the towel and saying, "I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm fine." <laughs> um, so just a just a jump back on the uh, the movies. So is is horror your choice of uh movie genre or just like are you more into like this like movies that are like really like good in cinematography yeah i mean i'd say the horror movies is my passion my love man but i only limit it to october you know like i i watched the texas chainsaw massacre last night i feel dirty about it man because when october 1st hits all the way to the 31st i think there's 31 days in october i don't know Either the 30th or the whenever the last day in October is. 31st. Is, dude, that whole month, I watch everything horror and scary movie related. I, unless Adley's around. You know, if my daughter's around, yeah. I'll watch something not as, as gross or gruesome or stuff. But whenever she's not or she's asleep, whew, I'm putting it on. You know what I mean? So yep. the horror movies are what I absolutely have a passion about because a lot of those have so many practical effects. You know, not just from a gory aspect or, you know, that the, the action aspect, but also from like the angles they take or yep. how to make a dramatic entrance or a dramatic scene or something that's unsettling. And, uh, yeah, but I do like movies that have good cinematography too. You know, I just, I don't really get around to watching many current day movies now. Yeah. Sometimes I'll catch older ones, but really the only times I watch movies anymore, because anytime I'm watching a movie, I stop it and I'm like, Okay, I could be working on a video. You know, I could be yeah. I could be working on a script or something. <laughs> but October, man, it's all spooky season for me, buddy. Yeah, that's what I look forward to uh to October as well cuz I I want to say maybe within the last few years, like I'm a I'm a huge I'm a movie buff. Um wasn't really into horror movies um until um Rob Zombie started, you know, making movies like House of a Thousand Corpses and stuff like that and and yeah. um, devil's rejects and all that stuff. So like, you know, I, I like I said, I always did I always watch horror movies and stuff like that. But for some reason, his movies, like the way they're like the way they're shot, even the I'm going to say devil's rejects more than anything, the way that movie was shot, like the, just the scenes. Um, like, oh, yeah, there's like a lot of science. There's, there's one scene where it's like, you know, he, I think he's getting ready to shoot somebody in the field. Uh, it's Otis. One of the uh, protagonists on there. And it's like, it's the longest. It's like, it's basically the camera shot where the camera's like floating up to the sky. Um, mm-hmm. and he's just pointing the gun at the dude and it's the longest drawn out, like, see, cause you know, he's going to shoot him, but yep. it's like the anticipation of it. Like yeah, just seems like that, that builds. he has like, I, I, and that just got me like way into like horror movies. So like, yeah, I definitely look forward to, um, uh, definitely around October. Um, definitely, I, you know, I cancel my, you know, I, I sign up for shutter the, uh, kind of like the Netflix for, uh, horror movies, so I usually sign up to that for for the. Yeah, I need to do that, man. I need yeah. to do that. That's there's a, a lot of. Idea. I've never done that, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, this, I mean, obviously, if you if you know, there's tons of different horror movies. There's different directors mm-hmm. out there that make horror movies and stuff like that. I must. If you go on Netflix or Hulu, you'll definitely find like one of those like odd B movie, uh, which are pretty much like they're they're almost like Hollywood level like shot movies. Like they're not they're not cheap or anything. Wow. Like that. They're actually really really good. But I, um, yeah. But yeah, that definitely do that. And I always look forward to um we'll bring it back to women's wrestling. Shotzi. 
Uh, she usually oh, does. Yeah. She does a series um, in October. Every day she watches yep. a movie. She gives a, a recommendation and a review of the movie and stuff like that. So if you follow her Instagram, yep. uh, you'll see that. I remember that, she so. did that last year. Yeah, because yep. a lot of those I'm familiar with and a lot yep. of them I'd go and watch if I wasn't familiar with it. Yeah, so let's that that she she actually she kind of like added to my horror movie fuel by like you know giving those recommendations and then actually going and like yep. going to watch those movies, which is which is uh, pretty awesome. Oh um, yeah, man. But yeah, best. at least we that's I mean that's that's something we have in common. We like uh we love we love horror movies. So that's oh yeah, dude. That's a good thing. It's, that's... I mean, that's kind of a weird thing, but I mean, it's. <laughs> It's a weird well, genre movie to. <laughs> hey, if we when we when we do the little Halloween episode, um, I think even though it's not a video deal, I think me and you need to wear uh, the pretty deadly shirts. We can be pretty deadly. Oh, maybe for, yeah, maybe we can Halloween. do that. I'll be Kit Wilson. You could be Elton Prince. You know, we could be a, the pretty deadly uh, Halloween team there, buddy. I mean, I'm I'm down for it. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll have to get. I'll have to muster myself up like the coverage to do so but i'll i'll do <laughs> i'll do it um but i'll um, we'll have to do a video for that one for the youtube man yeah that, that, that might have to be a video uh version but, yeah um, for sure <laughs> um but uh so you know just to kind of like you know wrap things up i always ask this question for everybody like what do you see like what do you see in the future for for your brand for lumber joeville like where do you do you, do you see like blossoming, growing? Do you see like you know, yeah. spinoffs? Do you want to you know add people to Lumber Joeville, like other shows and kind of like you know kind of kind of like the Pod Foundation? How there's different yeah. like different kinds of you know um, shows and stuff like that, and different personalities and stuff. Like what what's your what are your plans for? Uh, I Lumber mean that's Jill-ville? that's a really good question, and obviously like. You know, I, I'm always going to be reviewing the women's figures. I'm always going to be trying to put as much effort as I can into the review, but also the intros. And, yeah. you know, it's been a steady, a steady growth. It's been a slow growth. You know, I've seen a lot of channels um, go way past what what I've gotten, but I'm proud of where I've gotten to so far, considering it's women's wrestling figures. And if you go yeah. in any forum and say, who's into women's wrestling figures, you're more likely to get a rude comment than anyone saying me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so like I'm proud of, of where it's at and I'm proud of the slow growth that it's doing. And I absolutely love all the subscribers and in the future. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as far as expanding out, cause it's one of those things that, you know, being a passion project and being so I'm stubborn with stuff like that. Like if I was a, if I was a smart man, you know, I'd go on YouTube and be like, how to get 10,000 subscribers, how to get this many views. (laughs) But instead I'm like, Oh, I didn't do good on this video. Okay. I'm going to try doing this. I'm going to try doing that. And I love figuring things out on my own and, and doing things on my own. And, you know, it being a passion project, like every view that I get on a video, every comment, every like, like it means something to me. Mm-hmm. And I just hope in the future that it continues to grow and that people can start going in groups, going in message boards and being like, hey, did y'all get the new Alexa Bliss figure? Oh, man, that's awesome. I love that figure. You know, like they can openly talk about how awesome these women's wrestling figures are and not get poo pooed on, buddy. Yeah. You know, or have a conversation about them without, you know, who's got the better butt being included yeah. in the combo, right? <laughs> like that was, that was crazy to me. All those posts in those groups, man, not to go on a different 
but yeah but yeah just the respect i'd love to see the respect and love go up for these women's wrestling figures in the future yeah so we, when they when you talk about the who has a bet were they talk about the figures or they were, were they talk about the actual no. women yeah they're talking about the actual women oh, okay. it, there wasn't any wrestling figure groups dedicated to women really it was just yeah. women's wrestling that uh. i first started going in but even with some of the figures i've seen some comments about some of them and i'm like oh geez dude like oh man but you know i mean i know it's again i mean like you said they're you know all all those all the women you know they're all very attractive you know you don't have oh, to yeah. you know we don't have to you don't have to like you dissect <laughs> every aspect. yeah exactly they're they're athletes they're gonna they you know they they have they're gonna look like that they're gonna you know they have yeah their, their bodies are meant to you know do what they're supposed to do like they're athletic they're gonna you know of course they're gonna have you know certain parts of their bodies that are better like we, we don't have to like like you said go in there and review and dissect i, I mean especially with me when oh, i yeah. have daughters so it's kind of like i know, know it's, and, it's, and, it's weird <laughs> and there's a way like you know Everyone knows that Dakota Kai, you know, she's like the love of my life. Right? I love that girl, man. Love oh, her. yeah, I know. I, I love know. her. Yep. I love yep. that woman. But I'm not like, oh, you know, being yeah. all weird about it. Like, maybe maybe I am. I don't know. But I'm not. You know what I mean? But there's there's a way to go about it, I guess. That's not a, a disrespectful to the superstar. Because the way I think about it is if they saw this post, what would they think? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they see a post, it's like, oh, I wish Nikita Lyons would sit on me you know it's like i don't i don't think she would enjoy seeing that you know so it's like yeah man that's a but the uh God. it's yeah it's a, it, it's got it's man it's you know it's a, we're, we're dudes we yeah we know how a, we all we know how we all talk and it's it's like yeah, yeah. It, when you see i think it's just worse when you're a man and you see other dudes talking about that stuff and you're just like oh why do you like as a as a wrestling yeah. fan too, it's like you know you want to you you want to be respectful in the sense where it's like you know they're you know they are they are they are women they're you know they're athletic they're extraordinary at what they do mm-hmm. and all that stuff and it should just be you know she should just leave it at that that's for the most part but then obviously you have the dudes that are you know watching it just to be you know creeps essentially and it's like do you have to do you have to do that it's like yeah exactly yeah, it's, exactly. it's like, come on we get, okay we get to it. admire them and you yeah. know whatever and you mind. get it yeah, yeah you get it too <laughs> i mean we've you know i know be like oh man i love her she's beautiful she's, yeah you can say that you're like yeah, oh man she's can... awesome she's beautiful she's athletic she's talented well that's it, just leave it at that you don't have to you know go too you don't crazy. have to do side by side shots of their booty talking Ye- about who do you yeah. want to sit on you first right you know what i mean Left, like, that was, that's real it's a real thing i've seen yeah Ugh. pick one or pick two now. or like it's just yeah. like that all right dude i feel sorry. dirty marco i feel so, dirty yeah so i know i mean well it's 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 the nature of wrestling fans too that's the other yeah that's the yeah. other thing but um i want to get before we actually you know what I, before we go i kind of want to get your thoughts on uh on the uh sasha naomi um just to talk a little, little bit of, sure. of wrestling. Just like I want to get your thoughts on it. Obviously, you know, if you follow pretty much everything in that sense, like yeah, what do you absolutely? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think? Do you think they're coming back? Do you think? I mean, because they look mm-hmm. like they're having the time of their lives. They're like pretty much like models now. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's this. so. That's what I was going to say, and and that's a big trend that I've noticed. And this is just. There's no substance to this, but I noticed that a lot of the women that were getting released by WWE, like Billy Kay, 
uh, I think Scarlett. A yeah. lot of those women were posting a lot on Instagram, like modeling pictures, and then they would get released. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But I have to wonder if a lot of them, um, if that's a passion of theirs, you know, yeah. like maybe that's what they love and that's what they want to do. And like Sasha and Naomi, yeah, they were in like runway fashion shows and Sasha's been doing a lot of modeling. And yeah. like my whole thing is, would I like to see them back? Yeah, I think Sasha's the freaking goat, buddy. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to see her back. But more importantly, you know, I'd love to see her happy. It's kind of like, you know, I'm breaking up with, with my my girlfriend because she could be happier with someone else, you know? And it's like, you need to you need to leave me and be with them because they can make you happy. You deserve it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird analogy I just made. No, not but really. Yeah. <laughs> I just want them to be happy. You know what I mean? Like, I just want them to be happy. And as much as I want Sasha, especially back, like as long as she's living her best life and happy and healthy, then, you know, thanks for the memories. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it, you know, Triple H kind of alluded to that. It is a it, interview with uh, Ariel Helwani. If, if anyone hasn't watched that, it was before. I think it was like during the week of uh, Clash at the Castle. And he kind of, mm-hmm. they, you know, he asked him about that. He asked him about Sasha and Naomi. And he, he pretty much said the same thing. He said, hey, you know, you know, they're both, you know, ultra talented. You know, they're going to, you know, they, they can definitely, you know, they can do, they can do things outside of, outside of wrestling um, and yeah. be successful at it. And he's like, and if they, you know, they want to come back, you know, the, you know, the, the world is theirs essentially. Like they can, they can yeah. do what they want to do. Uh, obviously they would love to have them back. Um performing but you know at the same time it's you know it's 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 bittersweet in that sense because he knows that you know they're they're talented enough to be successful outside of wwe exactly Um, man. not a lot of people are that's the other thing too like some people get cut or leave and you don't see you don't see him ever again um (laughs) that's 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 a reality of it but like yeah you know you know when you you know when those talents are successful when they leave that's how you know that they're they're actually they they are talented. Like they they do have yeah. something special that not just us wrestling fans see, but the rest of the world sees. Essentially, yeah. that's, I mean, that's that's huge. Like that's look at true, look man. at the Rock. He's like the main prime example. Like we seen him as like the biggest star, and probably like at that time probably wasn't the biggest star. Like to to the outside to the casual viewer, They're like who the hell is this guy talking yeah. in third person? But now us wrestling fans, we were able to see that before. He he blossomed and became obviously the biggest movie star in the world right now. So oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are like wait, he was a wrestler? Like yeah, no, boy. exactly. So that's like you know what I mean. And yeah. We take pride in that because we we're like for me, I'm, I'm like that type of person where you know there's a band or a musician or someone that you know they're not really popular, like but you like them, you think they're really you know yep. their music's great, all that stuff, and like they keep on putting out this music, great music, and you're like, man, I wish a lot of people like knew about this, and then they end up getting big, right? They end up getting super popular, whatever. You know, they transcend whatever, um, and then you're like, you have that like for me, I'm that type of person that goes, oh man, I'm glad I you know jumped on that first. I was like, I was one, of, I was yep. like one of the early adopters of this person, and now you get to see that person like blossom and grow into this big, you know, this big huge star. But exactly, you have man. that thing in you that you're like man, I was there at the beginning. So I know yeah. I, I'm, I'm just glad you get to see, you know, 
what I saw when, you know, people were just like, say, this music sucks. <laughs> no. that's, yeah. And that's been my favorite thing with the women's wrestlers, too. And that's why I have like such a love for like a Liv Morgan, who I've watched since the beginning. Oh, you yeah. Know, NXT and watched them grow and develop. True underdog. Something special. Yep. You know, there's so many women like that, that I have like a special, you know, even Carmella, you know, like uh-huh. a lot of these women. A lot of them have their own place in my heart, you know, but those ones are the ones that I truly care about the most because it's like, wow, I watched them when they were getting squashed in NXT and now look mm-hmm. at them, you know? So yeah. that's kind of the same thing. Like I was there, I watched them when they were going through um, the beginning, you know? Yeah. I would say the same for like, for me would be like, you know, kind of like Bianca Belair. There you like go. When she, was, yeah. when she was in NXT and, you know, Obviously, you knew she had something. You knew she had star quality. I mean, she was a hail at the time and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. you got those people just saying, "No, she's not ready. She's she's never yep. going to be a big star. Oh, yeah. She's you know, she's this, she's that. She doesn't have what it takes." And now, you know, in main event she runs WrestleMania, the world, baby. Yeah, yeah, now she runs like, the wrestling world, baby. Like that was, uh, yeah. That's I mean, and you know, like I said, same thing. You you're able to see that like that like that talent. When no yeah. one else could see it, and that's a that's a lot of things for a lot like a lot of us wrestling fans. Like we see, we'll 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 really gravitate to somebody that a lot of people don't like, but then mm-hmm. that person will get really popular, and then you'll be like, oh well, I was there from the beginning. I knew this person was good, but exactly, you always said they sucked. <laughs> uh, yep, that happens a lot. What's it the really difference does. now? Like what, <laughs> what they did? did they just, just get to throw a catchphrase in there, and now they're now you like them. It's like, come on now. But, oh yeah, um, that that's how that's how it is, man. <laughs> oh man, this is uh this has been great. I actually oh, been, I, I don't want to end this at all, but we, I was going to say yeah, I could talk to you all night, bro. <laughs> talk all night, man. This, this always happens. Like this happened at uh my last guest, uh, Marie Shadows. Who, yeah, who was really awesome. We we could have. T- I'm going to have her on again. Um, obviously, me and Sheena, like we'll we'll talk like for hours and hours if we if we could. But we oh we, yeah, we have man. to get cut off. Um, figure kingdom was awesome as well. Uh, like he, he I'm going to have him back on, but yeah, this was, this was definitely awesome. I definitely want to have you back on. I definitely want to, I would love to be back on. Man, this has been a blast, dude. This yeah. This is an um, absolute blast. Like I said, you're, you're, uh, you're pretty, I'm, I'm going to say it, just come on and say it for you're amazing for what you do because of, of what you're highlighting. Um, Thank you, man. as far as, you know, you know, women's women's wrestling in general, not even just, uh, wrestling collecting. I think I feel that's something that's, you know, obviously, you know, they get there just to do like they're, you know, the women, the women are in the forefront right now, I, I would say in wrestling. But, yeah, man, you know, I would say like as far as like, you know, what you're doing, I think you're you're doing your job and highlighting it. And I wish I wish there was more, you know, more figure collectors out there, uh, yeah, men, man. not just women um, that yeah. would like, you know, they, you know, kind of like kind of like follow you when you follow in your footsteps and highlight. And I kind of see that. Man. I mean, I would see for you, maybe I mean. I could definitely see you like doing interviews with like, with uh like some of these women like you know about their oh, figures and stuff yeah. like that. I mean that'd be I think that'd be pretty cool. Like just I, I like, would love down the road to be involved somehow. Like I just wish some of these women would be able to see the channel, but unfortunately, you know most things they get tagged in are are not exactly uh respectable. Well, I, well, I, I see that uh I see Nikki Ash uh did she, she retweet did. your um your yeah. Your Aaron Ash, she did. Photo and, and, and stuff I, like and that. I, that's happened. You know, I'd say a pretty decent amount. Carmella commented once on one of my pictures. That was cool. But I would love somewhere down the road to have a female wrestler get to see 
one of these reviews and be like, oh my gosh, he's having fun with this. And he's dissecting the figure. Like, this is cool, you know? Like, yeah. and have them involved with Lumberjillville. I guess I should have answered that earlier when you talk about the future. I would love to have, you know, female talent, female wrestlers kind of get word of what I'm doing and somehow be involved, even if it's just in a video or something. That'd be, that'd be great, man. Yeah. I think, I mean, like I said, your personality, the way your videos are and, you know, how they're set up. I think you very, you know, you very, obviously you get really detailed into the, into the reviewing part, but the beginning part is my favorite with the, uh, just like the storylines and stuff like that. I think that's, that's super creative. And I think, you know, any, a lot, man. It, definitely anybody that, that, you know, haven't, hasn't, you know, that's listening to this and hasn't watched his videos or subscribe yet, definitely subscribe. I mean, it's, it, like I said, it's really entertaining. It's not just him sitting there going, "Oh, this figure has this on it, this one." Has. Not that that's boring. I know a lot of, I know, lot of, I don't want to like is. make a lot of people mad, <laughs> but uh, but you know, like you bring some type of entertainment to it, which is which is which is different in a lot of these um, a lot of these uh, review videos and stuff like that. So, but yeah, yeah man. definitely, I, um, I appreciate the kind words, man. And but after all that, there's one thing you left out, man. You know what that is? What's what's that? You didn't. You didn't say that I was pretty deadly. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yes, boy. Because <laughs> you said you are pretty, and you said like, uh, oh, um, yeah, missed opportunity or something. And I was like, dang it, man! Damn I it. thought he was gonna call me pretty deadly. Damn it! No, I'm, I'm usually good at uh, dad jokes too. I kind of that that, <laughs> yeah, that slipped me, I know, slipped me. my mind. Damn yeah, I'm, oh, I'm all about the <laughs> dad jokes, man. Uh, but no, I appreciate the kind words, man. That means a lot. And I still remember, like, this is a year and a half ago, maybe. And this meant a lot to me, man. And I don't think I've ever talked about this with you, but you posted something and it was like the top the top 10 channels that you should check out right now. And I was on your list at like number five or six or something. And that meant so much to me, bro. So much to me because... I never know, you know, if anyone out there is really enjoying, you know, I'll get comments and stuff, but I don't really know if anyone's really enjoying what I'm doing or, you know, I just do it because I love it. But I remember seeing that and I was like, wow, Marco from the Chick Foley show, like shouted out the channel and like, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, it's, yeah, I always enjoy your, me, yeah, like I said, I always, I always enjoyed your channel. Like it's, like I said, it's the, the, the reviews are awesome. Like I said, you're very creative. Like I said, what, what you do in the beginning other videos and stuff like that. Like the, like, I mean, I, I challenge anybody to like, you know, if you haven't watched anyway, you, I mean, start from the beginning, go from the beginning and, you know, see the, uh, see the growth too. That's another thing that I enjoy oh, I was watching like, yeah, too. I can't even go to the beginning. It makes me like, <laughs> Oh, I, we actually did that for the chick Foley show. We actually, uh, I went back cause we like the anniversary, actually the anniversary episode should be coming up, um, in October. Uh, but, uh, you know, you go back and listen to like the first episodes of the first one that Man. I was on. Um, I was like nervous as hell. Um, yeah, and it just, it, you know, they. I remember the first time when I when I did that. Uh, when I was on there and I did the WrestleMania 35 review, and you, we finished up, and they're like, "Wow, you're really good. Do you have a podcast?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Wow, you did a good job." I was like, "Really? I thought I like, I thought I sucked. I thought it was horrible." <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice and that's all. How I, that. That's how I feel, dude. I get it. That's how I feel. Even today, I'm be getting off saying, "Aaron, I'm gonna be looking in the mirror saying, oh my, you're so stupid. Why'd you say that?'" What helped me a lot too is like with uh, with doing the show. It helped, definitely helped me with public speaking and like you know, and even like even you know speaking on like like for work or speaking with in meetings and all that stuff. But like the other part of it too is like we don't edit, so like whatever we say. 
it, it's saying it's not yeah. it's not we're yeah, not we're that's, not, we're not that's cutting definitely... it out we're one shot like now we're one shot one deal like there's no Seth's not going back into edit I'm not going back into edit if you said something I mean maybe we'll try to like do something but like I try to keep it in the, in the sense where we're not you know obviously offending people and stuff like that but like if even if you like stumble words or you know whatever mm-hmm. we just it's yeah. we leave it in because for me that's more that's more human if something's like cut up and edit, edited as far as like audio goes it's like where's the you know there's no draw to it there's no for me anyway there's no like human connection to it yeah all, so oh yeah that's that's kind of like with my videos too a lot of people are like you know you should cut them up or you know make them all goofy and editing and you know, I just kind of keep it as it is me talking the review part, at least. But yeah, 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 because it's more, you know what I mean? Like it's it's genuine. It's yeah. Like, like, I mean, you've so listened to it. you listen to Chick Foley show. You know, there's, you know, Seth Akama, yeah, Sheena had to leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The kids like, that stuff happens. Listen, <laughs> listen to the early uh, episodes when uh, my girls were like newborns and uh, my son was what, two? Or something like that. Yeah, I was, I was, I was exiting a lot during those shows. Oh my like, I was, uh, they, yeah. Hear, I'd hear crying, or you'd hear kind of crying in the background. She was going through the same thing because, like, you know, um, she she had her her kids and stuff like that, and yeah, like you know, it it like I said, just so you know, obviously you want to edit that stuff out, but I think it's I think it brings like a unique quality to those shows. Absolutely, when you just have, man. Because it's we're yeah. we're just regular people. We're not I'm not a freaking. I mean, obviously, we're in the media where you like talk about stuff, but like, we're not, we're, we're humans. We're regular people. We have jobs. We have lives. We have families and stuff like that. So, I mean, but I think leave, that's what makes people love y'all so much and get that connection. Cause from the start, just the whole Chick Foley family, man, it's just all of you are just different. Y'all are built different in a good way. I mean, that like just different kinds of people, you know, that you could truly connect with. And when I met Sheena and Seth, and big Jordan at nice. Starcast, yep. man, it's like I knew them already. You know, it's just it, y'all are built differently, and uh, the way you do things is perfect, man. Like you're just good people over there, and I've always appreciated y'all and the support that y'all have had for me and my little Dingleberry channel, man. <laughs> you know, my little my little tiny channel about women's wrestling figures. Like, no, I guess I've always I, appreciated y'all. I think I think it's uh, I think you're. I don't think it's a little channel. I think it's definitely like, I think it's an important channel because you still don't see anything dedicated to like women's wrestling and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, I think, I think it's one of those unique channels that I, I definitely think will probably grow at, you know, at some point it definitely takes time to like grow these things, but I definitely oh, think yeah. you'll be in a, in a lane where it's like, you know, you're that you're going to kind of like, um, you know, create some other, not you yourself, but, you're going to be an influence to others, you know, to, you know, create their own like kind of niche channels. I hope so. You know what I mean? Like I want to inspire others and I want to be that guy with women's wrestling figures. You know, I want to be the person when people go to the store and see a women's figure, I want them to be like, Oh, I need to reach out to Aaron. You know, I need, I need to tell him what I found or Aaron. And I've had that sometimes where like, should I get this page or this page? And I'm like, Oh, well this is what I think. But like, I want to be that guy for the women's wrestling figures. I want to be that. Women's wrestling figure ambassador, right? I want to be the Titus <laughs> O'Neil of women's wrestling figures. I want to, I want to be the ambassador, man. Let's get Just you on. Trying uh, to represent them, bro. We we'll have, we'll have, we'll have to get you on those like WWE <laughs> uh, elite uh, shows with Sam Roberts, so you can, you know, talk talk with <laughs> yeah, they have the women's wrestling figures. You can, you know, talk in detail about them and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly, so. dude. But um, exactly, yeah, this was awesome, man. Um, yeah, thank you for awesome, coming man. on and. 
you Thank know, you for it's, having me. it's a pleasure. And, you know, I definitely would definitely get to do it again. That's, you know, yeah, I, I can't wait, man. I honestly can't wait until that next time. Yeah. So uh, before you go, definitely uh, plug, plug everything, plug all your socials. <laughs> Sure. So Lumberjillville Wrestling Figures on YouTube, that is the channel where I review every single women's wrestling figure. I pre-order all of them, review them, and like Marco said in the intros, I try to make them entertaining or try to have them tell stories, or either way, I have a lot of fun with them. So make sure to check that out. Even if you don't like women's wrestling figures, at least watch my intros, and maybe it'll get you interested (laughs) in women's wrestling figures, because I try to make them related to the figures. But definitely subscribe to that. If you can, um, I'd appreciate that. Head on over to uh, Instagram, Lumberjillville on Instagram. I'll do fig photography from time to time. I'm no pro. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm definitely no figure kingdom. We'll say that, (laughs) Um, the goat. But either way, you know, I have fun doing it. And sometimes I'll post some pictures on there. So definitely check that out. Um, And also, I know that the Chick Foley show is a ringside code, but I say that if you're going to order women's wrestling figures mm-hmm. off a of ringside, use code LJV at checkout. Awesome. Love it. So yeah, I think, I think that's all my plugs. Awesome. And uh, you guys, you, you, everyone else knows where to find us. Chick Foley show on Twitter, Chick Foley on IG. Well, not me. That's the Sheena's <laughs> account. You won't find me on there, but I am on Twitter. If you want to interact with me as well, do you go to the, uh, the MVP Marco and obviously don't forget, pod foundation on ig uh that's where you get all the updates on everything that's going on with the pod foundation uh with the extra cooler show turnbuckle tavern coming down the aisle the chick foley show um and that'll be it um we're, we're gonna end it here and everyone have a uh wonderful whatever time of day it is for you and you know <laughs> <laughs> just uh you know i'm gonna say this just whatever you're going through um it's definitely going to get better. That that would be my uh, closing words. Actually, you know what? Before we go, we're not going to end it already. Actually, let me ask you one last question. Um, if you're going to show a wrestling match to a uh, a casual wrestling uh, person, what would that match be and why? Easy. Easy, buddy. My all-time favorite match, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn Bailey versus Sasha. Okay. That, that match to me is so groundbreaking to this day it gives me goosebumps right like it gives me the feels but the way that those women went in and performed and told a story and this was when women weren't really getting a whole lot of time but the way that they told the story the way that they performed the match with such an intensity and passion it really in my opinion put put the women on the map it made them equal to the men as far as the eyes of a casual fan you know watching that match people were into the match and the storytelling they weren't into who was wearing less clothing you know what i mean so like that match to me to this day i always recommend that match i mean it's it's my favorite match of all time and like i said i watch it quite a bit it just gives me goosebumps and you know, anytime if I'm dealing with anxiety or whatever, sometimes I'll watch it and be like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like these women deserve like the world, you know, and they deserve to have someone reviewing the figures and whatnot. But I would definitely say that match. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to actually, you know what? I definitely am. We're definitely going to do this again. Cause I definitely want to get more into the, uh, like the, uh, anxiety stuff too. Cause that's, that's something that Absolutely. we all deal with. I deal with it as well Absolutely. Um, all the time. So yeah, we definitely, we're definitely gonna, well, we'll leave that as a cliffhanger. We'll definitely have you on again and we'll, uh, we'll dive deep into that. But, 
Uh, we're going to end it here. And thanks to you. Thank you everyone for listening. And uh, or hopefully you listened. If you skip through it, I mean, I don't, I don't believe you, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you. If you listen all you, the way Margo. through, thank you for making it here. And yeah. uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, Marco.